0: Good morning and welcome to The Individual. This is the podcast to start out your day. My name is Charlie and you can sit back, relax, just listen to this podcast or you can get your morning started doing whatever it is you do in the mornings. Um, I'll be talking about sustainability, random thoughts, and general philosophy. Talks about life. All right, with that said, let's get into the podcast today. It's Sustainability Sunday. Let's get going. I spent a long time Thinking about what to talk to y'all about. Sustainability is so broad and so wide that I was kind of struggling how I should start this kind of podcast. Um, so I think I came up with something, and I think I'm going to give you kind of like a general overview. Um, like if you're doing an outline of an essay, oh, you, I hate how I compared it to an outline of an essay. If you were doing an outline of an essay, um, try and see it as like the top header bullet points which are things that I'm going to touch on and then later in the weeks every Sunday I'll jump into those chunks of bullet points but really quick um before we get started let me refresh you on what happened yesterday with my uh challenge so I did five posts yay another success we are six days going strong And I did a podcast, a tweet, a trash sketch on my Instagram story. And I actually promoted my podcast on my Instagram story, which I'm really happy that a lot of y'all were so supportive of me. I really appreciated that. That made my day. I loved all the encouraging um, thoughts and DMs that everyone was sending me. Oh, it was amazing. It made my day. I had a great day yesterday. Thanks to you, um, the listeners who are so encouraging to me, all my friends. And finally, I uploaded a mug post. Let's see. What was that? One, two, three, four. Oh, that was four. Oh, no, five. Five with the trash caps. Okay, yeah. So that was five. So big success. Lots of fun. Okay, let's talk about sustainability. So fair warning, um this podcast doesn't need a warning but other podcasts may need a warning so sustainability it can be a little dreary so um it can be a little like sad to hear so there are a lot of big crazy things that humans do that they don't realize that they do that are actually hurting the environment quite a bit and it can be a little extreme so just a fair warning on these sustainability Sundays. I'll be sure to give warnings before I start each talk that is going to have that kind of intensity to it. Um, today is just an overview. So I'm going to keep it kind of light and start it light. Uh, all right, let's get into it. So I'm going to start talking about how there are different forms of sustainability specifically for like product design or mindsets of design. So, um, one instance is green design which is the designs of materials making the materials more sustainable so maybe replacing a plastic with mycelium or orange peel plastic or um something like that something more sustainable something more biodegradable or more of a biomaterial so vegetable plastics and things like that um Which there are a ton of different kinds of materials. And if you want to find more out about materials, you can check out Material District. Which is basically a big category of a bunch of new materials that are randomly being uploaded. Things that you can replace for other certain materials. So you can even set the categories to plastics. Or you can set the category to something like it needs to be flame retardant. So you can select that category, and it'll give you a list of materials that are not only sustainable, but that are also flame retardant. So great site, MaterialDistrict.com. It's awesome. So green design—that's one. Um, an idea of this one is also recycling. So the idea of people just recycling their goods. This is green design. It's one method of sustainability of design. Um, there's another one called eco design. Eco design has to do with the life cycle. So it's less about what's happening to the product afterward and more about what's happening to the product before it's produced. So how is it being gathered? Um, what are the processes it's going through and a little bit into the consumer and what the consumer is actually doing with the product and how they're getting rid of it, but more on the side of where is this being gathered from? Where is it being sourced into to What's happening in the manufacturing areas? Are they wasting water? Is there more waste than there needs to be? How can you make that more sustainable? That area right there. Now, what design for sustainability is. Design for sustainability kind of takes both of those and combines them together. So it's actually um, more on the side of thinking. So... It's how you can change people's behaviors in a way that's more sustainable for them um, and for the environment. So by saying that, it basically means if you want to work out, how can I encourage you to work out in a way that you're going to want to continue working out rather than have it be a one time thing and you're done and quit. Um, so that's kind of the goal with design for sustainability. How can you change the user's behavior in a way that's sustainable for the environment and that's sustainable for them as a person to continue doing that habit? And there are some great books that I've read that really help you with changing people's behaviors. And I'll be sure to talk about those changing behaviors, um, on this podcast on sustainability Sundays. I may even bring it into a Thursday or a Friday. I don't know. Um, Let me know if you want to hear more about sustainability. I only do it once a week right now. But if you want to hear more, I'd be happy to do more talks on sustainability. Okay, and back to the topic. So there's also forms of innovation. So these are essentially the pillars for innovation. So there's society, which are the relationships. Um, That's the relationship with your friend, with your family, things like that. So there's society. There's matter. Um, which is literal like technology, it's products, it's um, anything you can touch, really. And then there's the mind, the perception, the reality of what is sustainable. How can you make people sustainable? That mindset. So these pillars are kind of the pillars of design for sustainability. So if you want something to be applicable, is that a word? I'm going to say it's a word. If you want something to be applicable to the real world it needs to touch these three pillars so it needs to touch relationships how is it going to relate to the people like how are they sharing it amongst themselves um that's an example so if i have a product and it's only for me kind of product and i decide i'm done with the product is there a way that i can now share it with someone else so a relationship kind of area or this product can i change the materials to make it more Sustainable, So that's the matter. And finally, the mind is how can I change that behavior? So the best instance is when all of three go hand in hand. Um, three pillars, if they all go together, then that would be an ideal solution for sustainability. Um, within these three pillars, they kind of break up into four new little things. I know we're going into a giant web. It's crazy. Um, So there's four little things that um, can be basically like categories of sustainability, I guess. Um, So there's social innovation. Um, Things you can do that are sustainable, that are socially innovative, Um, which has happens to do with collaborating with the community. So these are things that brands will do a lot. They're outreach to the community. um, Estee Lauder companies does a breast cancer awareness. That's their outreach to a community. Um, La Mer is a big ocean brand. They release makeup, but they're very sustainable when it comes to the ocean. Um, So they have a lot of like um, plastic cleanups and things like that. So Social innovation is whenever someone or a company reaches out to a community to give them more insight on sustainability, to publicly outreach to that environment. If they need more education, they'll provide education systems. It's basically a social outreach program. Um, there's a business transformation, which is basically the brand's motto. So if a brand such as Nintendo, um, Nintendo's brand motto is leaving fun for future generations. That's their motto, so, um, how can you use that to make them more sustainable? So, basically, how can you take a brand's already slogan, motto, whatever you want to call it, how can you use that basically against them that's forcing them to become more sustainable? So, for example, Nintendo, um, having fun for future generations, well, This is where it gets a little, um, gruesome, I guess. So if you're sensitive to gruesome, you can back out a little bit, but it's really quick. Um, basically if you want to leave fun for future generations, you have to be sustainable because if you're not sustainable, there will be no future generations because the world will end. So that kind of is your argument for why Nintendo should be sustainable because their brand is demanding them for them to be sustainable. So with different brands, you can kind of have more of an argument when it comes to their brand mottos, when it comes to their brand statements. A lot of them don't see their brand as being sustainable. And that's why you need to convince them that yes, their brand can be sustainable because their brand slogan, which is their grounding in their company, Is demanding them to become sustainable so that's kind of an argument if you want to bring up to a company or a brand that they need to be sustainable bring up their slogans bring up their actual brand identity that is telling them to be sustainable if it's an outdoor brand outdoors that's the forest that's the environment they must be sustainable because their brand is in the outdoors it it is the idea of sustainability the stereotypical sustainability is their brand so make sure you know the company um, that you want to convince because if you don't know the company then that shows that you haven't done your research so make sure you research the company make sure you know um, their trends that are happening in their community because maybe something like a uh, big social outreach isn't what they need maybe it's not what the brand does maybe something more on changing material side is something the brand would need so make sure you research your brand so another overview that you can have for sustainability would be an ecological footprint which happens to be um basically your negative impact on the environment so there are things called global hectares which is abbreviated to gha basically how many worlds are you consuming based on the habits that you're doing presently? Um, so it's basically like a measure of land area. Is that global hectare? Um, so for me, there are a bunch of websites you can measure your global hectare, and it'll ask you questions like are you eating meat or are you a vegan kind of thing. So if you're more of a vegan, that's very sustainable because you're not consuming a bunch of um, meat or poultry or anything like that, which have to go be processed, which then release greenhouse gas emissions, which then have waste, which is bad for the environment. Um, Yeah, the big thing that I want y'all to understand is that There is more happening outside of our range of view. So whenever you see a product, um, don't see it as just like a front. When you see a product, understand where that product is coming from. Everything needs to be sourced. Everything needs to be processed. Um, It goes from manufacturing plant to manufacturing plant, which is transportation, which is greenhouse gas emissions, um, and then it needs to actually um, be colored, dyed, uh, sewn together, all this extra stuff, and then it finally needs to be shipped to the, to the company, which is then later shipped out to the distribution center, which is then later shipped out to the actual um, store facility, which is then processed and etc. But they have to Put packaging onto that. There are a lot of steps that it takes to just get to a store or to a distribution center. So make sure when you look at a product, when you're about to buy a product, understand that product's materials. Where are those materials being sourced? Understand where or the manufacturing process to make that product. Um, The big goal of sustainability is basically to understand where things are coming from and what's going to happen whenever they finish. So what's their end life? If I finish my, if my Keurig breaks, um, which I don't have a Keurig. I don't actually drink coffee. I don't like coffee, but for example, if a Keurig breaks, what's going to happen to that Keurig? Is it going to be recycled? Is it going to go to the landfill? Is it going to your friend who can fix it? Is it going back to the manufacturer? what's happening to that cure once it finishes. Understand what's happening to your products when you finish them, whenever they're out of use. Um and the goal is to really use your products as much as you can to push them to the end of life instead of getting rid of them before the end of life whenever you see a new product. Um when a company begins to be sustainable. So we'll yours we'll keep using cure. So Keurig, if they want to become sustainable there's this thing called back casting which essentially you begin by defining a goal i want to um become this amount more sustainable i want to reduce my gas emissions by this amount kind of thing then you have to align your steps to reach that goal um, so i'll use a simpler example so say you want to ride a bike that's your goal What steps are you going to take to ride that bike? So are you going to have your friend help you ride the bike? Are you going to start out by just riding on the bike um, and then start pedaling and then pedal by yourself when they push you off? And that's how you're gonna learn to ride the bike. It's a matter of knowing your goal and knowing the steps to get to that goal um, and then the process of reaching that goal. Another brief overview of what sustainability could be, Um, there are non-renewables and there are renewables. So non-renewables are things that are going to be terminated quickly. There's a limited supply in the non-renewables. So those are things like fossil fuels or um, even things like cattle or animals or things like that. They're all technically non-renewable resources. Things that are renewable replenish naturally. So those are things like plants, like um, uh, sun energy, solar energy. um, Things like hydro energy, so like with water. Um, Those things can be replenished naturally or it is a natural supply of energy. And there's a thing called... ROI, return on investment. Now, in a sustainability standpoint, there's a thing called E-R-O-I. So that stands for energy return on energy invested. If I use one energy token, I want to give one energy token back to the environment. That way, no energy is actually being lost or no environment is being harmed. Um, I use one. I give one back, I use two, I give two back, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, The goal is really to have it be a one-to-one ratio, to have that be in equilibrium, to have it be totally balanced, and that way no energy is ever being lost. Um, typically, nowadays, we use a bunch of energy and we don't give any of it back or we give too little of it back, and that's why we're at a steady decrease um yeah just because we use so much we don't give enough back um and we're not decreasing the amount that we're using so we just keep using so something like coal or fossil fuels whenever they use energy it takes too many steps to break down that material and so a bunch of energy is released from step to step um so I don't know the exact process of breaking down coal, but whenever you break down something to use as energy between each step, you lose a little bit of energy through heat, through light. And when that happens, you aren't getting the best bang for your buck. So you're not getting the amount of energy that you need to actually maintain your energy flow, or you're just wasting energy that you could be using For your energy flow. Um, So typically that's the case with non-renewables. Is that you can't actually use all of the energy that that material has for you. And renewable resources. Even if you lose some of the energy due to heat or light. It's a renewable energy source. So you can't really um, totally destroy that resource. Like if it's sun. I can't kill the sun. So if I'm using my solar energy, even if I'm losing energy through heat and light, I'm not totally burning out the sun by absorbing the sun's light. And the final few things. Um, So imagine a Venn diagram or actually imagine um, the word economic. It's inside of a little bubble, um, which is inside of a bigger bubble which is society. And then that's inside of another bubble, which is the environment. Um, This is basically how we exist. So the economic, the center, that's our life. Well, within our life, we have other people's lives. That's society. Within those people's lives, within our lives, we have the environment. We're all living in the environment that means it's that much more important for us to maintain the environment since we are the ones living inside of it. The reason I want to inform people on sustainability is because many people will behave based on society's standards. So if recycling is trending, then they're going to recycle. For example, whereas if changing a behavior to become more sustainable overall in a life is trending then that will become more trending but it's all an idea of informing people as to the standards of sustainability of what it actually means and honestly i was taught to never use the word sustainability because it has different kind of connotations that we don't want to really convey to a user so we say something more like environmentally um, conscious kind of things. So less on the terms of sustainability, less on the terms of green, less on the terms of, um, environmentally friendly, but more on environmentally conscious. Are you making a conscious effort to be sustainable? And that's my goal of this whole little segment, the sustainability Sundays is to really educate the user, educate you to be more sustainable in your own life. Are you, Um, thinking about the product as it's going to market. um, As you're about to buy it, are you understanding where that product's coming from? What resources and materials and manufacturing processes are going into making that product? Um, That's my goal. That's my entire goal of the Sustainability Podcast is helping you understand that there are so many steps that happen to sustainability. How can you get others to become more sustainable? How can you change those behaviors and how can you be more sustainable in your own life, um, making the decisions of a sustainably conscious, environmentally friendly conscious kind of person. And that is all for today. That is my brief overview of sustainability. Within the next weeks, I will be diving into what sustainability means to, um, to me, to uh, the world. How can you become more sustainable Um, what are different methods and processes that we use to be more sustainable? How can you analyze sustainability and how can you convince a brand to become more sustainable? Um, that's kind of my goal. And I want to be sure that I'm informing you the best that I can. If you have any feedback you want to give me, if you know anything about sustainability, um, please feel free to let me know. I love to learn. Um, and I will gladly take feedback, um, Yeah, but I want y'all to have a great day. Today's going to be an awesome day. Um, Try and make some sustainably active choices, one or two, just to start off. Um, Habits never happen if you start them 100%. So make sure you take them little by little. So today, um, try and count how many decisions you make. Every decision uh, has an opportunity to become sustainably active. Try and make one Um, environmentally conscious decision today Um, yeah just be conscious of your decisions that's all I have have a great day